at the southern tip of Beausoleil Island, looking out into Penetanguishene Bay, you'll find Beausoleil Point. It's quiet here. The long and buggy trail to get to the point keeps most tourists away. While this location may not be considered as breathtaking as the north end of the island, it is an important place for some Métis people today. You get on the island and you just find spots that uh, the view moves you, the thoughts of, of what your ancestors might have been looking at and how hard they would have been working, what the island might have looked like or how it was utilized back then. I could be there in the worst storm on the worst day and, and find it better than anything, you know, in town or whatever. So it's very serene. I'm your host, Liz Edwards, and this is Rooted, Beausoleil Island, a podcast exploring the history and culture of Beausoleil Island through the environment around us. This is Chapter 4, The Métis of Beausoleil. Beausoleil Point is the southernmost area of Beausoleil Island. Two trails converge at this point, where the shoreline is protected by the trees of the mixed forest. At the middle of the point is a small opening in the tree line, which opens up onto the vastness of Penetanguishene Bay. From here, the towns of Penetanguishene and Midland can be seen stretched out across the water. This side of the island is exposed to the strong northern winds that create large waves and treacherous storms that make it tricky to navigate across the bay in even a modern motorboat, much less a birch bark canoe. But that is exactly what Louis Beausoleil did 200 years ago. Louis Beausoleil came to the spot from Jemin Island in the 1820s. He built a homestead for himself and his family. According to a list of Drummond Island voyageurs compiled in 1901, Louis Beausoleil settled on Beausoleil Island, then known as Prince William Henry Island, in 1819, and from him the island receives its name. He afterwards moved to Beausoleil Point on Penetanguishene Bay, where he died at an advanced age. Georgian Bay is a historically and culturally significant location for Métis people like Louis Beausoleil and his descendants and Beausoleil Island continues to be home to a thriving Métis community. The lifestyle of Métis voyageurs was defined by adventure and camaraderie. Traveling in large birch bark canoes in the summertime, the voyageurs kept a steady cadence for rowing using call-and-response work songs that were composed on the spot. To entertain themselves during long winter nights, voyageurs sang romantic ballads and epic tragedies about fellow fur traders. Greg Garrett, a citizen of the Métis Nation of Ontario and is a direct descendant of Louis Beausoleil. I'm the president of the Georgian Bay Métis Council. I live in Penetanguishene. I've lived here all my life, except the uh, eight years I was in the Navy. Um, I'm also the regional captain of the hunt, and I've been doing that for into my 11th year now. So I'm well connected in the community from being known for my advocacy and my participation. So as the president of the Georgian Bay Métis Council, uh, I'm the president of the largest population of Métis in Ontario. We represent roughly 27% of all the Métis in Ontario in our catchment area. And as a captain of the hunt, I have almost 50% of all the harvesters in Ontario in my region as well. 
so yeah, I've been involved very heavily with the Métis Nation in one form or another now for a dozen years or more. And Louis Beausoleil, who Beausoleil Island was named after, is my great-great-grandfather. The <clears throat> Métis side of the family, I have two lines coming from my mother's side. One is the Dizon Claremont line uh, from uh, originally uh, detailed as being in Fort Garry, Manitoba, and then later on Drummond Island and migrating to Penetanguishim, as well as the Beausoleil line. Drummond Island was the site of a British military garrison during the War of 1812. Many Métis voyageurs and indigenous people fought alongside the British as loyalists. Following the War of 1812, Drummond Island was transferred by the British to the United States. British military forces and voyageurs retired from the island and traveled north along Lake Huron to communities such as Penetanguishene. Louis Beausoleil did just that. He built a homestead at the southern tip of the island, now known as Beausoleil Point. Louis became an established fur trader on the island, and many local families canoed from mainland harbors in Penetanguishene and Midland to trade their goods with him. Soon the island became synonymous with the Beausoleil family, and the name stuck. Greg Garrett traces his ancestry through Alexis Beausoleil, one of Louis's sons. And Beausoleil Island continues to be an important place for him and the local Métis community of Georgian Bay. But the history of the island is, I think the cemetery is the heart of, uh, heart of the history because when you go there and you see the names, you recognize some of the names that you even went to school with in the area, right? The interconnectedness of those families. There, there has to be something there that uh, will be pieced together over different sections of oral history. Uh, the First Nations are working on their historical uh, guidelines of it. We're always trying to do something. So hopefully that, that will continue and uh, we'll have a very interesting story. You know, the bridges need to be built between Bosley First Nations and Métis. Greg describes some of the activities that he enjoys while visiting Bosley Island. And when we go up, there's a lot of different things we do with the garden. There's some sweet grass. They allow you to harvest some and do some braiding right there. They give you some teachings around sweet grass. It just indicates through time how connected we are to Bozal Island and what goes on around Bozal Island. I still go fishing there in the summer. Uh, we just recently been talking to uh, Parks Canada about harvesting on the island. So those are kind of the things that from the past where our ancestors lived on the island, harvested on the island. Uh, whatever they could around it to make the living we're now circling back on so that our ancestors can once again utilize the island in a, a safe and, and uh, conservation oriented manner. Greg hopes the future of Métis relations to Bosley Island will foster a deeper connection to the past. So one of the things that we are involved in now is putting up a, a cultural lodge type setting over by the medicine where we've been talking about it. I like to see a large circle type communal area I think there would be a lot of interest in understanding that trading that went on on the island, how it was a central hub, um, how the voyagers and the First Nations and the Europeans would have met there to do their fall trading, you know, fur trading and, and um, whatever other bartering was going on. Uh, given the archaeology they have done and what they've found, I think there's a lot of evidence to point there that there. 
there was a lot of trading going on uh, from the, uh, you know, Drummond Islanders and, and Ojibwe in the area. And I can just imagine some of the big parties that went on, the rendezvous, the potlatches on the island, going back then, it'd be nice in that cultural circle, that, that lodge or whatever, if we can bring some of that back, some storytelling. I don't know, it's, it's very hard to describe um, a spiritual movement. I mean, um, if you're there and, and you feel the same thing, then you can understand it. But there's something about being on the island, the spirits of the ancestors, not far away in the cemetery, the water, it, it's such a calming day. I mean, you know, the old anecdote is that uh, the worst day on Bosley Island is better than the best day at work. I had people go to the island that might be grieving or have emotional distress, but they leave the island in a better state 100% of the time. Nobody ever leaves that island and doesn't feel well about having been there for the day. And so you get the grandkids up there and do things with them. And I've given them some cultural lessons on putting tobacco down and saying thanks, you know, putting water and giving thanks to the creator. So you're sitting there on the island and really the representation of your ancestors. Beausoleil Island's name is all that remains of Louis Beausoleil and his trading post. As Greg mentioned, new generations of Métis are looking to build stronger connections to the island, like the proposed traditional learning space. Hopefully this means Beausoleil Point won't be barren for much longer. Rooted Beausoleil Island is a No History podcast. It is hosted by Liz Edwards, produced by Liz Edwards and Emily Keyes, with sound design by Liz Edwards. Guests today include Greg Garrett. Rooted Beausoleil Island is recorded in London, Ontario, on the traditional lands of the Attawandaran, Anishinaabeg, Haudenosaunee, and Lenapawak, and in Ottawa, Ontario, on the unceded territory of the Algonquin Anishinaabeg. Beausoleil Island is located on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabeg, Huron-Wendat, and Métis Nation. These lands continue to be home to First Nation and Métis peoples whom we recognize as the contemporary stewards of the land and waters we are on today. <laughs>